0: Hey there, and welcome to Town Hall, the podcast for service-based businesses hosted by Schedulicity. I'm Jamie. In today's episode, we welcome back Lori Crete, a licensed celebrity esthetician of 20 years and our very own CEO's daughter and esthetician, Lauren Natuno. Both Lori and Lauren share their own journeys, including the challenges and ultimately the wins. Ready? Let's do this. Okay, you guys. Well, let's go ahead and get started. I wanted to introduce myself. I'm Jamie, and I am part of the marketing team here at Schedulicity, and I wanted to welcome everybody for to today's town hall. We have industry expert, speaker, licensed celebrity esthetician, and founder of the Beauty Biz Club, Lori Crete, with us today. And then we are also joined by Bozeman Local and esthetician, Lauren Natuno. So if you have ever had the pleasure of listening to our very own CEO, Jerry Natuno, you have probably heard him talk about his two wonderful daughters, and Lauren happens to be one of them. So we're so excited that she is with us. Today as well. So a couple things that I want to go over before we get started is if you are looking for um, to sign up for a Schedule C account, you can do so at Schedule schedulicity.com backslash essentials backslash sign up and then also if you want to watch or look at any of our previous and upcoming town halls you can also do that on our website at schedulicity.com backslash essentials backslash webinars and then we do have um you can always contact our Customer Experience Rockstars at support at You can call them or even chat them while you're in your account. They are always happy to help. And like I mentioned before we got started, we will be doing another Schedulicity Cares grant giveaway, which is $500. And to enter, you just have to fill out the form that we will link in the chat and then get that into us. And we will be choosing and announcing the winner at the end of today's webinar. And then one last thing, Um, remember when you are utilizing the chat feature in Zoom to send your messages into all panelists and attendees and that will just make sure that we can all see the messages that you're sending and it's just not sent to only us. All right, I think I went over everything, so now I am going to hand it over to Lori. Hey
1: guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, Just a few things that I'll share with you before we dive into the topic today. Uh, When Schedulicity reached out to me, they said, would you mind sharing uh, just some difficult decisions that can arise in our industry, the beauty industry, during these crazy times? And I thought, oh my gosh, yes. Uh, so what I put together today is really just some thoughts that I jotted down on a piece of paper because I feel like we're all turning into Zoom zombies. So what I want this to feel like today is if you and I were friends and we were sitting down having a cup of coffee, just helping each other navigate navigate these uncertain times. And What I would like you to know about me is that I have a deep Love for the beauty industry, not only inside my treatment room as a licensed esthetician of 20 years, uh, but for helping helping my my fellow beauty providers figure it all out. Because the truth is, this is a massively abundant industry that is recession proof, and I want you all to feel powered up when you leave the call to step into any changes and uh, decision making that may be presented to you. So licensed working esthetician of 20 years still in the treatment room and still loving it and I also have a a membership a business portal membership and I have a podcast called the beauty biz show so been around the beauty biz block as an owner a renter a solo practitioner and I'm just going to share with you some things that that have helped me navigate the last several months so When you guys asked me, okay, what what can you do to uh, help people with the difficult decisions that are arising? First of all, I wanted to share a quick story with you that brought my awareness to the decisions we were going to have to make. And this was uh, last year in December of 2020, my hairdresser. I invited her to a little Christmas gathering we were having at my sister's house because... Uh, Our hairdressers become our friends, right? And she wrote back, I am not doing anything fun this season. And she may have dropped a few F-bombs in there. She said, because my salon of 30 years just called me and told me they were closing their doors. Unexpectedly, end of the year, she had to find a new place to create beauty and success. And oh my gosh, immediately my heart hurt for her. It hurt for her and I said, whatever I can do to be there and support you, 100%, let me know. And I watched her navigate these crazy uncertain times just when we all in California thought we got to go back to work to have to make these difficult decisions. And I won't go into the details of that because I'm gonna share those in a few, but what I will tell you is she has ended up in a beautiful new spot. And, uh, and, And what she did is she got out there and she looked at what was available, and she made the proper decisions to set herself up in her own space. So that was the first time I thought, oh my goodness, not only have we been through craziness, but many of us are going to have to make difficult decisions surrounding change. Um, I'm gonna let Lauren share her story, then I'm gonna tell you my personal story, and then I wanna share with you the top 10 ways to welcome in success during these times of change, these notes that I've put together. So Lauren, why don't you just share a little bit about, cause yours is a really nice story. Uh, yeah. The, the decision you had to
2: make. Yep. Yeah, so it's different. Cause, and I think about it, like feel very fortunate that we've been working here in Montana for so much longer than people in California. And my change came about in, you know, not so much of like a frantic way, but more of I was presented an opportunity and I just had to choose to take it when I didn't really feel that comfortable or confident in taking it. Um, I've been working at a spa here in town, a well-known spa here for the last two years. And I, you know, loved it. They treat me great. I was really comfortable. I was busy. Um, And then kind of an opportunity came and fell into my lap to kind of jump ship and go work at a medical spa in town and i had i was over i had this overwhelming feeling of excitement but then also guilt and then also anxiety and not knowing whether or not i should do it you know i'm stable here should i move and I called my mentor AKA lori here and you know, it, when you said, why not just do it? Like, why wouldn't you just go for it? I was like, I'm doing it. I'm going for it. And it was really scary and really a lot to take in at first, being in a new environment that I wasn't used to going from, you know, a more holistic spa to you know, a med spa. But I'm really happy I made the decision and I'm learning more every day. And So it was a really exciting change, but overwhelming as well.
1: Well, I think it's funny because you say that you just called your mentor. She actually texted me at six o'clock in the morning and said, I'm freaking out. What can I do? Full
2: panic mode.
1: (laughs) What do I do? (laughs) What was I think a lot of this will help a lot of people listening in today. Like, what was the determining factor when you said, Okay, I'm gonna do this? I'm gonna do you remember what the pivotal moment was?
2: I think the and I thought a lot about this, like, what made me decide to do it, even though there was a lot of reasons why I wasn't sure if I should, or but ultimately, I was like, Okay, this is on the complete opposite spectrum. Of the services and you know products stuff I'm using now, um, and mainly I think the biggest reason and the pivoting point was thinking about how much more I could learn, um, and working under a doctor and knowing all the laws in the state of Montana, and being able to just create more um, knowledge and be able to take that with me to whatever else I decide to do later on in life. So. I just thought of it as, a next, as just a stepping stone to learn more and gain more experience. So I'm really happy I made that decision.
1: Well, I think you would agree. And probably this is a nice reminder for anyone listening in, is really the magic does happen outside of our comfort zone. And that's something yeah. we have to remember stepping into, into these crazy decisions that we've, most of us, I think anyone listening in today has been presented with a crazy decision. Um, so I, I I guess what I would like to do is also mention one of my favorite memes that I saw in the beginning of the shutdown in March of 2020 was this is your opportunity to either repeat or to evolve. And you really chose evolve. And that's something to be proud of. Does it feel so scary right now? Or are you like, Oh my gosh, I'm embracing and loving this.
2: You know, I've, it's been a few weeks since I made the you know, I've been full-time at um, it's called Ridgeway Plastic Surgery and Medical Spa here in Bozeman. But the first week I felt very out of my element. I wasn't, I didn't know what any of these machines were. All I knew is that they were expensive and I was scared to touch them. But now I've just, I've kind of just, I've just made it my own and I'm doing things my own way and at my own pace. And it's starting to feel comfortable and more exciting rather than scary, so. Awesome. yeah
1: very cool. Well, I wish there was a way that Lauren and I could be side by side as I as I navigate the rest of the conversation. So, let me see if I can do that or maybe you can help me with that. Yeah,
0: let me see if I can pin Lauren as well.
1: But no, no, that'll just put her big. I don't. No. No. Well, I won't hold this up because I think you said you can you can do that after, uh, right? Yes, for the replay, it will be that way. Okay, perfect. Um, so I'll share a little bit now about what I went through during this crazy time. And then I, I have notes here. I'm, I'm not going to pretend that I memorized all of this. So I'm going to look at my notes and share with you guys. Like I said, very authentic, genuine conversation, uh, because I feel like we're all Zoomed and PowerPointed out. So... I'll tell you that I have been an esthetician for almost 20 years, 20 years. And during this crazy time in California, I was, had a, what I call a toddler business because I had just started over in 2018, October of 2018. So I had a few months to, to gain some momentum. I had all of 2019 and then 2020, I was shut down. So 10 out of the 12 months of the year. So really I call my business a toddler business. And uh, this it was literally the day you guys, the day that I got to go back to work in California, I had been renting a room and a med spa. I drove there, I had a lot of equipment at home and I put everything back together. I get back to my house, I grab my computer and a cup of coffee and I sit in my backyard and I took a big, huge deep breath. And I thought, I feel normal again for the first time in a long time. I get to go back to work and I opened my computer and the very first email I saw was from the doctor I was leasing space from who was saying, I'm so sorry, Lori, but I need your room back in a month. I have to end our our, uh, rental relationship. So I finally get to go back to work and all of a sudden I have no place to work. And what did I do? My immediate reaction was to laugh like a crazy person. Like I just... (laughs) It wasn't stress. It was, I thought, oh my goodness, what am I, what is this trying to tell me? So one commonality that I want to point out to all of you guys listening in, I'm sure you can relate to Wendy, my hairdresser's story, to Lauren's story, to my story. I'm sure these are relatable. And one, one thing that I want to say that all of these stories and your story, the commonality factor here is that these are all stories of opportunity. They're all stories of opportunity. Uh, And I find when we are supposed to be doing something different, when we are being led to a bigger and better thing or or a big change that has to happen, we get little tiny whispers, little tiny whispers. And if we don't listen to them, we get nudged by the universe or the higher power, whatever your belief system taps into. Uh, And when we don't listen to the whispers, we will get hit over the head with a darn baseball bat and it will force us to change. So I had for a long time been going, God, the doctor's office feels a little cramped to me. I know that Lauren had been going like, I I do want to expand my knowledge. I want to, I want to start welcoming new things. So we were getting whispers. Yeah, Uh, We were getting whispers and then we got little nudges and then the opportunity in whether it's good or bad, like I said, you get hit over the head with a baseball bat. And here's the thing, most opportunities don't show up at our door in this beautifully gift wrapped box, unless you're a single woman and you have a really handsome UPS man, maybe that's (laughs) the case, right? But most of the time, they're not going to be delivered to your door going, I'm an opportunity, I'm here as a gift, please, please open me up and take advantage of this gift. So, uh, you know, a lot of my friends and people that are close to you said, well, oh my gosh, you get to go back to work but now you have no place to work. How are you handling this so well? And I can honestly say September 11th, I was a flight attendant. It was a crazy day. It changed my life, but it gave me the tools to step into this newfound chaos in my life with confidence and direction. And really when Lauren called me, it was the same tool that I'm gonna share with you that I use over and over and over again. Um, Something else I want you to be aware of that's happening in the world right now is people are waiting for permission to do something because we've been programmed for the last several months. Can I go to work? Do I have to wear a mask? Do you, Like everything, should I, should I, should I? You're waiting for permission. So recognize that when change comes to you uh, because the the permission that you need to be tapping into is your internal permission. And I'm gonna share with you 10 ways that you can do this and Lauren, Um, If you want to chime in on any of these because you recently made a change and say, yes, that was true, and here's how I navigated that, just wave your hand a little bit and let me know. Okay. Um, So I think it's fair to say, I'm looking down at my nose, there's been so much movement, so much chaos, but there's also been a ton of opportunity if we choose to look at it that way. So here are my top 10 ways to welcome in success during these times of change. Number one is, and I learned this, you're gonna laugh at me, but I learned this from Jennifer Aniston when she was going through her divorce with Brad Pitt. <laughs> and she said, I give myself 24 hours to be a victim. And I know I can do anything I want. I can cry, I can eat a bag of chips. I can, I can drink wine during that time. But I know when that 24 hours is up, I need to shift into a different mindset. So give yourself time to be a victim. Give yourself time. Like Lauren texts me at six in the morning. Oh my God, I'm freaking out. Give yourself the time to freak out for 24 hours and do whatever it is that you need to do. But commit to centering when that 24 hours is over and moving forward from that point. Would you say that was a fair assessment of what you did, Lauren?
2: Yeah, definitely. I had a, I would call it like a 72 hour panic, but it was definitely that same situation.
1: Well, because this was a big decision for you, really yeah. if you're new in this career. So making mm-hmm. that change yeah. probably felt very scary. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so processing time, give yourself a, a scheduled time to be a victim, to be a freak out, or whatever it is. That would be my first tip when you are, are trying to make a, a big decision. The second one is, and I know you hear this so often, but I want to remind you, tap into your why. Tap into your why when you have to make a big decision. And I just heard somebody mention this the other day and I wish I could give credit to the person, but like I said, we're all on knowledge overload right now. I don't remember who said it, but they said, you know, when a small child is trying to learn something new or to even make a decision, they don't ask you Uh, They don't ask you well what they don't ask you how they ask you. And I know because I used to annoy my parents doing this. They ask you why the why is so important. It's the foundational work to make the right decision for you at at the right time. So if you dig deep enough with your why, you'll find out if this change that in the decision you have to make supports you and your mission and your what I call your beauty biz soul or your small business soul whatever it is. There's a soul in there that when you revisit your why, it'll connect somehow and let you know if you're making the right decision for you. So the third thing, and I did this myself, and I don't remember if I asked you to do this or not, Lauren, but it's something that I do whenever I do consulting with people, you think that you're going to, you're going to hire somebody to be a coach or a mentor or a consultant, and they're going to blow your mind with information. When quite honestly, it can be something so simple. So what I did for myself, what I encourage people to do when they have to make a change is to literally make your happiness list. And that was the first thing I did when I found out that I couldn't go back to the doctor's office, which would have been like an ideal situation when I finally got to go back to work, Um, I made my happiness list. And it's really just a list of what would have to happen for me to make this a happy change. So did you make a list Lauren of pros and cons, a happiness list, anything like that?
2: I definitely made a list of pros and cons and like what mainly why I was thinking was like, there was no bad thing about this place. There was no bad, like I had to, in my own mind, be like, why is this something that I'm doing for me? And why, cause I felt a lot of guilt about leaving. So I had to like rationalize for myself I'm doing this for me, nobody else. Uh, Like, I can do this sort of situation sort of list. So that's what I did. Encouragement list. Well, see, it is a happiness
1: list. You thought, why is this important to me? And will I be really ultimately happy if I make this Mm -hmm. decision?
2: Yeah, 100%.
1: So I call it your happiness list. I did it. I thought, okay, what type of environment do I have to move into to make me feel really happy? Our soul needs to feel happy after everything that this crazy world has thrown at us last year. So, your happiness list. And then, fourth is discover why this is happening for you, not just to you, right? Discover why it's happening for you. Uh, what do you get to do, not have to do in these moments, right? You get to learn, you get to be in a new environment. For me, I got to look at a new location. I got to look at a new treatment room. I knew for me to be happy, it had to be a place that felt really good. And I detached the dollar amount from that too. Like I thought if I need a new sink in my room, if it needs to be painted, if it's in a like crazy you know, location, I'm gonna do it if it makes me happy. And I'll find a way, not I can't afford it, I'll find how can I afford it. So start to look, and look at those things too. We attach a dollar amount to change so often that it can create a stagnant energy in us. Um, So another thing is really is why is this happening for you? What have you been calling in? What have you been longing for? I know Lauren wanted to expand on what she had already been doing. I know for me, I had been complaining the doctor's room was too small. So all of this kind of happens when you're calling it in. So what have you been calling in because that's probably one of the reasons this opportunity is being presented to you of change, opportunity of change. Okay, so again, it goes back to the universe whispering, nudging and hitting you over the head with a baseball bat. And quite often you're creating this environment in your world and you're overlooking that and instead focusing on the bad instead of, oh my gosh, maybe this is exactly what I need or what I wanted. All right, so this is what Lauren did. This is what we need to do when we're being presented with a, a decision that feels difficult is to pick up the phone and connect. And I have two parts to this. One is to ask for help from those who have been there and done that. I know Jerry, the, the you know founder of ScheduleList that he talks about his mentors all the time. And they should be a pivotal pivotal part of your your decision-making process. They can help you make sense of things by asking you the right questions. Also, though, for me, what happened is when I had to find a new space here in in Palm Springs area, I found out that there was like zero small spaces left, which added a a whole new level of stress. because a lot of larger businesses had closed. We also got this huge influx of people moving here from bigger cities that were taking up our smaller commercial spaces. So I actually picked up the phone and I connected with connectors. You know who these people are. They know everybody, they know everything. They they can help lead you in the right direction. They can introduce you to people. There are connectors out there. They love to help. So take advantage of that. So I literally called the uh, after my victim time, after my happiness list, when I had a little more clarity on what I wanted to welcome into my world, I called the, the woman who runs the local beauty school out here. And I just said, do you know of anyone renting a space? Here's what I'm looking for. And yes, the first person she recommended is actually where I landed and where I rent from now. And so connect with connectors, uh, network with people that want to help you. They're, I call them business angels. There are business angels out there everywhere. And one small business owner who gets it is more than happy to support another small business owner or another beauty practitioner. Uh, Was there anyone else that you reached out to? Lauren, I'm just curious, like who were your connectors? Who were your advisors?
2: Yeah, I mean, I definitely talked to my dad a lot about it and he immediately was super supportive, but then he also, he did the same as you, you know, I mainly just talked to you and my dad, um, but said, oh, this sounds great, but think about this, 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 and this, and so he was really helpful in guiding me and how to talk to my boss where at the place I left and explain to her why I was leaving, and I mean, it went flawlessly and awesome, so he helped me a lot in that, and then talking to you, you pretty much I only needed to talk to you for five seconds before choosing to go do it. But yeah, I did. And then I just watched a lot of videos, different people (laughs) making the same decision. I think that's awesome. Like on YouTube
1: or something. Is that, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Well, uh, so number seven is, and had Lauren made the wrong decision or had I made the wrong decision, know that that's okay because. Really, you can Band-Aid something for a while, right? So step into it if it's calling you and it feels right. Or if you can't find that perfect spot, you can put a Band-Aid on something. Give yourself permission to Band-Aid it because nothing is forever, right? Just when you start to create forward movement, you may land in a perfect situation or position or you may uh, have made a mistake. And that's when you put a band-aid on something, you course correct. So give yourself a band-aid type situation. Uh, you know, if if need be, you can you can always band-aid it. Uh, and then what I did is you can call me woo, you can call me crazy, and I'm fine with either of those titles because I am a little bit. And what I did, I have a spiritual advisor who I called and I did a session with her. And she said something that was so powerful to me because there were three spots that i was going to choose to move into and she said something so simple that ended up helping me make my decision and she said just go to all three places tomorrow and stop looking for signs and stop looking at numbers and so just sit there and see how you feel in that environment so i don't know if you had an opportunity did you have an opportunity to go in the 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 new location lauren and see how you felt in there
2: i did um only because I know someone else who had worked there. And so I had been in there and I had received services and so I kind of knew what it was like. And then um, I, but I think that my interview with them was the first time I really got to sit down and like have a, you know, look around and feel how it felt to be in there. But so, I mean, not much time, but I did, I knew I was familiar with what I was walking into. But did you
1: pay attention to how it made your heart feel, how it made your belly feel, your head feel? Yeah, like, I definitely,
2: it was more of like when I was in for my interview, like how you were talking about earlier, like the whispers and how everything kind of brings you to a certain point. Um, I go in, and the woman who's interviewing me, roommate works at Schedulicity so it was like an instant connection there and then I just felt really comfortable and at ease and not so nervous and I felt like that was a good sign so yeah I wasn't super scared during my interview I felt really calm talking to her so
1: we we get into this mindset of thinking we have to do everything that is right whatever that means Instead of, oh my gosh, well, how do I feel about this? So pay attention to your feelings, your head, your heart, your soul should be in line with whatever decision that should feel right in all three places. And then I always tell people this, uh, put on your business bravery hat because it'll serve you well, right? Like we have to be brave. We have to move forward and we have to we have to surround ourselves with the things that make us feel confident. So put on that business bravery hat and I'll sometimes ask myself, what would the brave Lori do in this situation? What would the brave Lori do in this situation? Uh, Who do I wanna be six months from now? And what would she do in this situation? So start to, I always say a booked, perfectly practitioner uh, does three things. They forecast from where they wanna be and they start to make decisions from there. They stop saying, I can't, I don't know how, I don't have enough money. And they just change that. How can I? How can I afford this? How can I learn this? And then the third thing is, is that they uh, work for it, they don't wish for it. You got to work for it, not just wish for it. I believe we've all gained so much knowledge that it's probably skewed the decision making processes and, and, and confused us a little bit. So, what nuggets of everything you have stored up here? can you put into action? Because action creates results. And it's this little inspired action graph that I I, I, or or, you know, circle that I draw a lot. Once you start to take action, you start to see results and that inspires more action. And that's really how we learn, grow, and make proper decisions for ourselves, for our business, for our family. So number 10 tip that I wanna share with you today is give yourself permission to learn give yourself permission to learn and to grow because you will never know everything this is a journey you guys not a destination and it goes back to what i said before my favorite meme uh, all of 2020 was this is your opportunity to repeat or to evolve so just decide if you are okay with repeating then honor that but if you want to evolve then I, i i'd say that you pick two or three of these tips that i shared today And you just start to embody them as you move forward into into our new world, as you transition into our new world. So that kind of wraps up my share. I don't know if you uh, have Q and A on here or you wanna wrap it up Jamie or whatever. No,
0: thank you so much, Lori. And it was so great hearing your story too, Lauren. We did have um, Leanne right into the chat and she. I'm just gonna go ahead and read her comment. She is kind of on the other side of what Lauren, making different decisions than Lauren had to make and she would love your advice. so she, she said, I need to connect, need advice. I'm on the other end of this situation, basically. Before shutdown, I moved our salon to a larger location. Since reopening, my main stylist has been out very sick, unable to return behind the chair this year. Now, my second girl is talking of opening her own space. I will always support her. This will be her second time to open on her own. Uh, But now she is trying to recruit the rest of the salon and move down the street. I'm torn and devastated. Financially, I need her to rent, but terrified I'll lose the rest of my renters.
1: Any advice, help, please. (laughs) Okay, well, yes, crazy times. The first thing I would encourage you to do is to write your landlord a letter and see if there's any way they can adjust your rent because I did that before during the downfall of the economy back in 2010 and my landlord took $350 a month off my rent this was 10 years ago so uh there are I just put together a professional letter I brought it up to him and that was my first bit of stress relief I I didn't feel bad. I took the emotion out of it. I thought, what can I do right now to help me move forward? So that letter can, can really help you. And then I would make your happy list. Who do you want in your environment? Who do you want to welcome in? Do you need more renters? Do you? What do you need? What do you need? Because there's a lot of movement happening out there. Chances are, when you get clearer on what you need, you'll start to discover places to find these people that you want to welcome in. Um, I know that a lot of salons are closing down. So have you, my question would be, have you put out anywhere that you are looking for new stylists or that you need people in your business? I know there's Zip Recruiter. There is a Craigslist, a local beauty school, local beauty supplies. If you have a salon centric in your area, these are all places you may find great renters. You may even want to just put out on social media. Another place that we have these this wealth of support is our existing clients tell them you're looking for for people to to you know rent from you or whatever it is that's on your happiness list so i would start really putting it out there that you what you want to welcome in after you have a clear list of what it is and i would also start right away send your landlord a very detailed letter they want to know how much you want off they want to know for how long and you'll find this is something that people in my, my Beauty Bits Club membership did uh, about halfway through the, the shutdown. And a lot of their landlords were more than gracious and, and decided to work with them. So that would be my advice. Thank you so much,
0: Lori. Um, so that was the only question that came in. Uh, is there anything else, Lauren, that
2: you want to share? I just think I, this phrase I keep in the back of my mind almost a hundred percent of the time. and I actually read it in the beauty biz club a while ago, but I have it everywhere. I have it in my bathroom mirror. I have it in my locker at work, but mainly just reminding myself that I am, that I need, that I am a profitable and confident beauty professional. <laughs> and every time I'm feeling like I'm in out of my head or I'm, you know losing things things are going awry i just like i read that statement and i'm like okay i know what i'm doing i'm profitable it'll happen it'll come so that's just been one thing that i keep near and dear all the time so i'm always reminding myself that i'm profitable and confident and it's been helping a lot so <laughs> But
1: that's a really good point. I always say, have your success mantra and revisit it whenever you feel the need. And and our foundational work starts with our mindset. Don't forget that. Like you have to own who you want to be. So that's a good point. Thanks for sharing that, Lauren.
0: Yeah, thank you both so much. And Lori, where can people find you? I
1: wanna make sure that everybody um, can find you if they need to. Well, thank you. I just redid my whole website. That was one of my lockdown uh, accomplishments. So you can go to Lori, L-O-R-I, Crete, cret dot com, and it has all kinds of links there that, that feature all the good stuff that's happening in my world right now. Perfect.
0: All right. And now um, the moment everybody's been waiting for our giveaway, and it just so happens that the winner of today is Leanne Sherbert. I am so sorry. I probably just totally butchered your last name at Hard Headed Hair Studio. So congratulations to you, Leanne. We will be reaching out to let you know how we are going to get you your grant. And thank you, everybody, for attending. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, Lauren. And I hope everybody has a great day. Thank you. That's it for today's podcast. But there are plenty more where that came from. Head to our site to catch up on our archives. And if you haven't already, don't forget to sign up for a Schedulicity account at essentials.schedulicity.com to take advantage of all our booking, marketing, and payment tools. Catch you next time.